Practical Prophetic, where prophetic ministry is made practical. I'm Beth Wingate, I'm your host, and welcome to the podcast. On our podcast today, we are going to talk about, shh, listen. <laughs> of course, we've all made that statement before. And so uh, let me share a little story with you, and then we'll get into our message. And I'm going to keep it pretty brief today. I know all of us are getting very busy this time of year. I'll try to be mindful of the time that I spend in our podcast. I really hope this continues to bless and encourage you as you learn how to walk in the prophetic every day, the everyday kind of prophetic. Well, recently I was asleep. It was a Saturday morning. I was going to sleep in a little bit and I heard a strange little noise and it sounded like it was coming from maybe my roof or my attic. It was above my bedroom and I sat up in the bed and I got really quiet, and I le- leaned forward and, and really tuned my ears in to listen. And I was waiting patiently for the noise to happen again, just, you know, full alert. And then I heard it again. It was like a little knocking noise. It was as if someone was walking on my roof. And so I, I was like, what in the world? What is that? You know, oh, my goodness, you know. And so uh, and then I heard outside my window some crows you know, cawing and crowing. And so I went to my window and looked out the window and I saw some crows and then I heard the noise again and I realized that there were some of these crows in my yard. They were also on my roof. And so they were, I guess, jumping around or doing whatever crows do. And so I discovered what the noise was. Well, uh, my illustrated point here is that For me to investigate that noise, I had to really focus and be intentional with my listening. And so that's really the challenge I I want to put to you today is oftentimes we hear people say, oh, I want to hear from God or I'm praying for God to answer, you know, this certain request that I have or I'm seeking the Lord on direction in my life. You know, one will be what is God's will for my life? And and so people will begin to do that. And so how do we how do we hear from God? Well, sometimes the problem is not God. The problem is us. In fact, all the time, the problem is us, not the Lord. And so often we become in our own way, so to speak. So I've got some basic little five or six little steps here to help you practically learn how to listen, how to actively listen. And I want to support that with some scriptures and maybe a couple of little stories. So first of all, listening is a verb, and that's an active skill that you have to cultivate. Let me go back to the garden. Something I learned a long time ago is that everything in God's kingdom is on the seed time and harvest principle sowing and reaping, farming. And so we have to cultivate the garden of our life with whatever kind of seed we're planting. Well, if we're dealing with listening, then you have to cultivate good listening skills. You have to to be intentional with your listening. You have to really try to understand what someone else is saying, because sometimes we can just hear things and we 
go about our day, you know, typically in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a husband and wife or what business relationship, oftentimes people will say, hey, will you do this? And the person will say, sure. And then it breaks down into a misunderstanding because they heard what you said, but they weren't really listening. They weren't really being intentional with their listening. And so oftentimes that can lead to misunderstandings. It can lead to an argument or or whatever the case may be. And so we have to really focus our energy, focus our attention, oftentimes to really listen to what someone is saying, not not to just hear it, you know, I'm making the distinction between hearing and listening, but to be really engaged and to really focus in, tune in, put your antenna up, so to speak. I was a communications major in college, and so I'm very passionate about communication. And one of the things that uh, they would teach you in college is uh, almost like a, like a radio. Everything is transmission and reception. And so you have to have that antenna up. You have to really be wanting to receive the message that someone else is transmitting. And really, it's that basic. We have to be able to receive the message and then to be able to disseminate the information. And so very simple. Uh, In Isaiah 40, it's telling us that God speaks to us. And then the answer actually is in Isaiah 50 verses 4 and 5. And I'm going to read this out of the Living Translation just because I think this will make it a little easier to understand. It says, The Sovereign Lord has given me His words of wisdom so that I know how to comfort the weary. Morning by morning He wakens me and opens my understanding to His will. The Sovereign Lord has spoken to me and I have listened. I have not rebelled or turned away. Oh my goodness, there's so much to unpack here. Well, first of all, it says the Lord has given me words of wisdom. Well, let me just make this very simple. This is not a cryptic, you know, scripture that is mysterious and you cannot understand it. This is actually saying something very basic. He's given us the word of God. Everything comes back to the Bible. That's your plumb line for life. That's your foundation. Everything that you need is found in God's Word. And so the most prophetic way that the Lord speaks to us is through His Word. In fact, I'm going to probably say this in every single podcast, Jesus is the Word. They're one and the same. Jesus is the Word of God. Your Bible is alive and is the, is the manifestation of Jesus here on the earth. Of course, he's in your heart also, and, and we could go into all kind of theological discussions, but in, but in essence, Jesus is your Bible. And so you have to have that revelation. In John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. And so that is the words of wisdom, the Bible. And he says, So that I know how to comfort the weary. One of our jobs is evangelism to bring people to Jesus. Another one of our jobs is to set captives free and to bring encouragement, to love others. And so that's what this is talking about. I really believe this sort of encapsulates ministry, the Great Commission. And he says, morning by morning, he wakens me and opens 
my understanding to his will. This is the job of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your companion, your teacher, your guide. And the Holy Spirit will help you to understand what God is saying to you. And the Lord is not going to be complex and complicated and cryptic. I believe he's a God, kind of God that just makes things very simple and easy to understand. So easy, the Bible says, a child cannot err or error therein. In verse 5, it says, The sovereign Lord has spoken to me. Well, let's break that down. The Lord is speaking to us. We serve a living God. He is right there with you, speaking to you, communicating to you, transmitting to you. You now, now need to be able to receive that because here's that receive part. It says, and I have listened. So that's an, that's an action phrase. That's something that you're, you're participating in. You're partnering with the Lord so that you can really listen to what he's saying. And then this is a key part here, too. It says, I have not rebelled or turned away. Well, we're going to get into what that means here in a minute, but that ties in with the Hebrew word for hear, which is Shema. And you may be familiar with the Hebrew Shema. And it's the prayer that Jews all over the world pray every time they come together. And so we're going to get into that in just a minute. Just bear with me just a minute. We'll get back to the Shema because it has to do with obedience. And that's a huge part of really being able to hear from the Lord. In John 16, 13, it says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever shall you hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Like I said, that's that Holy Spirit guiding you to being able to understand God's Word, which is the Bible. And so the Holy Spirit and the Word of God partner together to help you really be able to hear what the Lord is speaking in your life. Well, I've got six basic points about hearing from God, about really listening to what the Lord is saying. Uh, number one is to be disciplined. Very simple. You know, we in the church sometimes have a problem with the word discipline, but we'll readily accept uh, maybe discipleship. So uh, the word discipleship has the word discipline contained inside of it. And so really, discipleship is someone who is disciplined and so we we can't just brush over that let me give you an example out of matthew 28 starting in verse 19 he says go you therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy ghost teaching them to observe all the things whatsoever i have commanded you for lo i am with you always even until the end of the earth. And so he tells us to make disciples. You know, a lot of churches make converts, but that's kind of where they stop and they don't do a whole lot of discipleship. And so uh, converts is great, but discipleship is even better. In fact, that's more obedient to what the Lord told us. So once you're born again, that's fantastic. But now you need to grow in your faith. You need to be discipled. You need to be learning what the Lord is speaking to you. You need to learn the Word of God. And so there's so many ways that can be achieved. Most churches have either Sunday school or small groups. That's a fantastic way. Maybe doing a daily devotional can be powerful in your life. But you need to be daily, daily 
growing in your faith in God's Word. And so discipleship is massive. It's huge. It's a big part of being able to hear from God because we know that, and we'll get to these other points. I'm just wanting to run ahead here. But being discipled is key. It's, you know, when a building is built and they have the big ribbon cutting ceremony, that's like salvation. But it's just day one of business. Now the building has to actually function in its purpose and begin to do business or manufacture or whatever it was designed for. The ribbon cutting is the celebration to say, hey, we're open for business. But now the building begins to function in its purpose from the ribbon cutting, you know, from that day forward. Well, as a believer, once you get born again, which is fantastic, like that ribbon cutting ceremony, and we celebrate that. But then you begin to function in your purpose and you begin to grow in your faith, drawing closer to the Lord. And so discipleship is a massive part of really being able to recognize God's voice. Uh, The second one is to understand that anytime God speaks, it's going to line up with his word because that's who he is. And so in order for you to discern if something is God's voice, you have to know his word. And the only way you do that is by putting it in you. Very simple. And put in and put out. And so you have to put uh, God's word into you. You have to put that in your spirit. You have to be actively engaging in God's word daily. It's called the daily bread for a reason. The Lord equates the word of God to bread. And so you have to eat that daily. That's your daily communion, so to speak, with the Lord. Uh, the next one is uh, once you have been you know, discipled, you get your head around the word of God, and you begin to study and you understand God's word, then then you, you have to patiently wait. Now, this is the part that sometimes we have trouble with. And this is the part where I say, shh, listen. Uh, a lot of times I will be in services and I've been in church all my life and you will hear people and they're well-intentioned. They're, you know, they're not, they don't know any better. You don't know what you don't know. But I'll hear people pray and they'll just, da, 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 you know, they'll just keep praying and, and rattling off all these requests and, and things of that nature. And, they never stop talking the whole time, and I'm thinking, wow, that's that's a lot of information. And so uh, they're just praying away, and their heart may be in the right place. It's not necessarily a criticism, but in Psalms 27, verse 14, it says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say. On the Lord. You know, there's different types of prayers we can pray. There's the prayer of adoration, exaltation, prayer of, of request, of requesting things from God. Uh, you know, different types of prayers. There's uh, worship unto the Lord, uh, different types of prayers. But whenever we pray, especially if you're seeking God for an answer, when you've made your petition, okay, then be quiet. Quit talking. Be still. Wait on the Lord. In fact, that's my next point is to be still. The the Bible talks about be still and know that I am God. Be still. Wait patiently. And be quiet. Quit talking. You know, that seems so elementary and that seems uh, basic. 
but it's got power in it if you will let it, prophetic power in your life. If you will learn to just give the Lord room to speak. You know, always I've always been taught that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not going to force you to do, you know, things you don't want to do or to say, you know, force himself into the conversation to speak. Give him room to speak to you. Like I was listening for that crow, which I didn't know what it was on my roof uh, last week. I was really intently listening, trying to figure out what I was hearing, waiting for it to happen again with anticipation. And so that's how sometimes we need to be in prayer when we're asking the Lord. Uh, you know, maybe, for example, you're praying about a job decision or direction in your life or, or whatever. Once you've made your request, listen. Quit talking. Listen. Be still. Be still. And then I want to move to the next point, which is uh, based out of John 10, 27, that says, My sheep know my voice and another voice they will not follow. Well, first of all, that means there's another voice out there. Might be your voice, might be the voice of the enemy. You need to be able to know God's voice. And the only way you can do that is when you're in regular prayer with him and you're and you're reading your word. Very simple. If you want to know God's voice, he's always going to line up with his word. And if you're in prayer with the Lord all the time and he's speaking to you, then you become familiar with that voice. You know, I've seen these videos where shepherds, and I think I told this last time, they will have people go and call their sheep from the pasture back to the barn and uh, they won't, the sheep will just ignore it. But then if the shepherd comes out there and calls them, man, they'll just come, you know, like the whole herd will move toward his voice because they know his voice and another voice they will not follow. So we could take a lesson from some sheep. And then number six, of course, allow the Lord. If you're unsure, hey, was that God I heard? You know, pray for confirmation. The Lord is so good to give you confirmation. In 2 Corinthians 13, 1, it says, By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. There's power in uh, witnesses and confirmations. So typically, if I'm seeking the Lord about an answer, maybe in, in direction or about a particular situation, and I feel like the Lord's given me an answer, but I'm not 100% sure, is that me or is that God? I mean, it's not not something that doesn't line up with the Bible, but I can't say that it exactly lines up. Well, then that may be one of those situations where you have to pray for confirmation. And so what you'll do is you'll just wait patiently and you ask the Lord, Lord, confirm your word to me. Well, you'll be amazed how that word will be confirmed to you. Maybe your pastor in his lesson that Sunday in his sermon will say something in the lesson that confirms, yes, that was God speaking. You know, maybe he uses the very same scripture in his sermon or he makes a statement that affirms to you what God was saying to you. Or maybe someone says, hey, you know, I was praying and I feel like God was saying, you know, X, Y, Z over you or whatever, you know, and 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 things like that. That's how it's worked for me in my life, especially when it's something I'm intently seeking direction from the Lord. The Lord is so faithful to always send me confirmation, however that comes. And sometimes it comes in very strange ways. You know, I don't know. One time there was something I was praying about and um, I kept seeing a certain number 
that that lined up with with what I was praying about. And it's like I would just see this number everywhere. And it was like, okay, message received after, you know, five or six times of that. You were like, okay, okay, I think that's God giving me confirmation. So so uh, pray for God to confirm his word because he will do that. Let me run back through these. So basically be disciplined. Understand that uh, God is going to, first of all, speak to you through his word. But he will speak to us in our heart. Absolutely. Number three, patiently wait on the Lord, which means, shh, be quiet, listen. (laughs) And then number four, be still and know that I am God. And then number five, recognize his voice. My sheep know my voice. And then number six, ask the Lord to confirm his word to you so that you have assurance that you're absolutely hearing from the Lord. Now, let me shift gears and I want to take you to Deuteronomy 6. And uh, there's something in Hebrew and Judaism that Jews all over the world do that I think uh, can be a lesson to us. And that is a prayer that Jews pray all over the world called the Shema. And it's based out of Deuteronomy chapter 6. So I'm going to keep it very simple. That scripture in verses 4 and 5 says, Hear, which is the Hebrew word Shema, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your might. That word Shema means to hear. But when you really dig into the definition, it goes a little deeper than just hearing. It means to obey. And so really, when we're really actively listening to God, we are walking in obedience. And I really believe that the Lord will bless that obedience with an answer. And so uh, oftentimes the answer doesn't come the way we think it will come. It maybe doesn't come in the time manner that we would like it to come in. But the Lord is so good and so faithful to answer us. And and the concept of hearing really in Hebrew goes so deep and it includes not just physically being able to hear, but spiritually being able to hear and discern and perceive what the Lord is saying and doing based out of his word. And so Shema or to hear means to really be intentional with your listening. So the next time you pray, Please know that the Lord is speaking to us and he really does want to transmit communication to you. But you need to be able to hear what the Lord is saying. I want to leave us with one more scripture. And I know I've given this scripture several times, but it's such a good one. In Job 33, 14 and 15, I want to leave us with this. It says, for God speaks once yet twice But man does not perceive it. So you mean God sometimes speaks to us this way and that way and we don't always perceive it? That's what the Bible says. So you know what God does? He's still actively pursuing us. In verse 15, it says, In a dream and a vision of the night when deep sleep falls on men as they slumber in their bed, he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. In fact, it goes on to talk about how the Lord will use that to speak words of protection over us and so and to warn us of danger. So God is always communicating with us. The question is, are you listening? Shh, listen. I hope this blesses and encourages you today. Have a blessed day.
for listening to today's podcast. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll be informed next time I post. Thank you again and have a blessed day.